Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What is up? We're already off to a very uh, controversial start. Yes. We right are. as we're about to crack the mic, you dropped a journey as trash? No, no, no. I was reading a text. <laughs> so I, I pop up our text line, you know? Yeah. It does all the messages from people. 503-250-1080. Yeah. And there are two... They must have been talking about Journey mm. before we sat down because there are two texts in here yeah. from our listeners. Journey sucks and Journey is trash. Correct. Look, I understand uh, the Chip Kelly philosophy of football is football. Also, and, we have a Cindy Lopper is hot garbage. Like... Duran Duran makes me want to break stuff. I understand that we all have different musical tastes, but the idea of saying that a group like Journey is trash is ridiculous. Like I, I, we were talking about this. Uh, well, that's maybe that's why we got on it because Danny was saying something about Cyndi Lauper, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But he said, don't you have like a, an artist that you just can't stand? And Cyndi Lauper isn't like a gargantuan artist. She hasn't been relevant in 30 years, but like. <laughs> I don't like Drake. It's just not my cup of tea. I like hip hop. I don't mind. It's, there's a lot of, of acts that I like. I don't understand Drake. I don't think his stuff sounds good. Started from the bottom. Now we're it. <laughs> he drives me crazy. But the Does idea that, that sound like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. I think you nailed it. You are the songbird of a generation. Thank you. But the idea of me saying that Drake is trash is ridiculous. You can't be as big as he is and be trash. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, people don't. You can't. It, you know, it is all like. It's subjective. It's opinion, but at the same time, just because you dislike something doesn't mean it's not good. And once something reaches a certain point, it's really hard to make any sort of objective argument that it's trash. You just, 
you can't. At some point when you're that popular and enough people like you, it's it's not trash. I think the Transformer movies are warmed over garbage, but they make a billion dollars. So obviously there's a lot of mouth breathers out there that think they're fantastic. So for me to say that movie is trash, no. I I personally think it's terrible, but I understand there has to be some value to it because there's a S ton of people buying tickets to that hunk. I mean, I kind of feel that way about a lot of top 40 music, especially the stuff that's like auto-tuned. Like, I just, I can't do it. I don't get it, but it's the music that's making the most money in the world right now. Hey, who does top 40 now? What do you oh, mean? Who knows? Well, like, I mean, when I was like a kid, Billboard? Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, Casey Kasem. Well, it's it's now it's 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 plays oh, on Spotify. Show. Yeah, and, and then it was Rick D's. Well, it's it's really weird. So t- uh, the Swifty uh, Taylor Swift, who might be the biggest thing in the world, I do love by the way that there was a potential oh. missile launched at Poland today, and the number one thing trending was that Ticketmaster went down, and so people couldn't buy their Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, it's wait, much bigger. Poland, deal. what? Who cares? Yeah, like, so yeah wait, but, wait, but Taylor Swift doesn't uh, Seacrest host the top forty now? I think that he does. I feel like I catch that on the weekends occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, it is Ryan Seacrest, America's Top 40. But Or American Top 40. American Top 40. The Billboard Top 40 now, um, it's all it's all like on, on, on plays, right? Because no one buys anything anymore. So like Taylor Swift launched her new album, whatever that was, a couple weeks ago. And 1 through 10 on the Billboard were all Taylor Swift songs. Now, I mean, that's that's cool for Taylor Swift, but that's... That doesn't mean that every one of those is a is a smash single. It just means that people are downloading the album and people are listening to the album one through ten. Whereas back in the day, when you bought an album, there was a single and you released that single and away you go. So I kind of feel like the top forty anymore is kind of it's kind of irrelevant. Hmm. So do they do the bill? So is American Top Forty the bill? I mean, it used to be the Billboard Top Forty. Yeah, but maybe they do their own Top Forty. Yeah, I'm not maybe Seacrest has a panel of people that it's possible power rank the hot hits. But I I do know that when you get a big artist that puts out an album, Dude. a lot of times one through ten or seven out of the ten will just simply be songs by that artist. I tell you what, man, that that Casey Kasem Top Forty was a big deal to me. Huge deal when I was a kid. Yes, I would. I couldn't wait for it to come on. And I almost always liked 40 through 25 more than I liked the top 20. Totally get it. You know, because you just, oh, what new songs are on there? And um, the top 10, you had heard those songs a billion times. You sure. You knew what those were. But you found the one that was like the number, you know, number 12, but with a bullet. It was, it was going up. I always loved the, yeah, when he, st- when he just got started. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking at the Billboard Hot 100 right, right now, and Taylor Swift is number one anti-hero. And then two through 10, speaking of who I was... Just started from the bottom. Now we're hit. Drake. Drake just had a new album out, and two through ten are all Drake songs. I'm all here. So, Spin Bout You, I'm guessing, may not be the world's greatest song, but it's number five right now because people are listening to Drake's entire album. Started from the bottom. In fact, you know who started from the bottom and now is really here? What? Ryan Buckley. Hey, look at that. Right over there. He's wearing shorts. He's wearing shorts today. No, I am wearing shorts today. No sound effects. Well, he's got. He's a boxer. <laughs> he's. Yeah, I asked no, him. No, I, I don't think I would go that far. Uh, he's taking, fighting Jake Paul next. Did you know that? You know, I would like to say I'd like to, but I get my ass kicked. So no, I, I would not like to do that. Yeah, Jake Ball. You know, Jake. Jake Ball. Jake, Jake Paul. Jake, Jake Ball. Jake Drake. The Baller Paul. Jake Paul <laughs> is. He looks tough. <laughs> I don't know if he is, but he looks tough. No, well, he looks like a douche, but he might actually be tough. 
Well, well, I think he looks tough. He's a young athletic guy that's on a bunch of roids and is in really good shape, and yeah. he trains his ass off. That's what I mean. I think he look. He just looks. I don't know if he's any good or not, but he well, looks he's, tough. He, he's not any good compared to if he fought a real boxer, he would get annihilated. You mean a real boxer like Ryan Buckley? <laughs> but, not a real boxer, just a guy who takes some classes. So wait, but he's fighting fifty-year-old retired MMA guys, and he's winning. All right, so listen, you're burying the lead here, okay? I was introducing Buck. Yes. Because Buck is going to a boxing gym tonight. The pugilist. We are <laughs> we are off early for Ducks basketball at 5.30. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, we're leaving at 5.30. And that allows Buck to get out to his boxing gym. Yes. And throw a couple haymakers at uh, the bag. <laughs> you know. That's right. Potentially another person. I don't know what Buck's up to. He could get a wild hair. Next thing you know, he's swinging on fools. But I tell you, boxing is a hell of a workout. Yes, um, it is. So Buck is uh, doing more than me in that regard. Now. The important thing is, we just learned moments ago, right before we walked into these studios, that Ryan Buckley, mm-hmm. sitting right over there. Who can't afford pants, but... Who is wearing shorts. We're working towards it. And is a boxer. Yes. And has a father <laughs> who they should probably do a documentary on before the, before he dies. Mm-hmm. Is probably involved in that missile launch over in Portland, or Poland, knowing Buckley's Not dad. that he's sick, but, I mean, just how old saying. is he? Uh, no, he's 65. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. We're all right. But let's get on the dock. <laughs> let's go. Fascinating creature. Ryan Buckley is our new permanent producer. Yeah! Here on Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Ryan Buckley, welcome to our broadcast. Hey, would, thank no, you. No, thank you. Nice Good to we, be here. Can we have some sound effects? Or we don't like have a, we got, we got There's nothing. probably applause somewhere around here. <laughs> it's a stripped down version of the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, hey, everybody! Hey! Hey! Buckley, hey! You hear all the hawks back there cheering? Well, that comes with the, uh, you know, when you become our producer, like, hot chicks just flock to you. I mean, that goes without saying. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, Your wife may not think so, but, you know, there's a lot of benefits to uh, to working here. Look, Hot chicks a, being one of them. It's been a long process, and uh, we finally have a perm producer. Yes, who apparently is a badass uh, at that. So, uh, we're happy to have Buck. We like Buck. Uh, we didn't know if it was going to happen with Buck, but it did. Yeah. Like, we had been stuck on second base with Buckley for a while. Yeah. A lot of flirting going on. A lot of people were getting frustrated with it. But uh, luckily, yeah. the third base coach put up the, uh, you know, the, the go-home sign, and uh, we mean, rounded. We rounded, in. we rounded third, slid into home. We had an emergency meeting late in the evening at a, at a uh, location unknown to discuss who would come in if we didn't get Buck. Yeah. And boy, it was t- it was tense. <laughs> Cut the tension with a knife. Mainly, uh, the option was just keep, to keep having Buck do it as a part time and see how long we could string him out. That seemed until to be, the glitch got fixed. Yeah, it seemed to be our best option. And there were a it, couple of other people that were like, "Hey, you know, I really like this guy. Maybe we'll throw him in there yeah. or her." But luckily, uh, Buck. But none re- of it matters. He relented on his super high demands, and he settled for some. Uh, Actually, some, I don't think he did. Some free ham coupons, and you know. I have a lot of respect for Buck because uh, Buck told Odyssey, "Wait, this is your offer? Yeah, no, I would like this." Yeah, and that's when it's like, oh, okay. he wanted two ham coupons and a Fred Meyer hundred dollar gift card, and you know what? He got them. As and long the- as you fill spam in the stocking, I'll be good. And then the boss, I, I was texting back and forth with the boss. I'm like, what is going on with our – can you get us a producer, for God's sakes? Just in that tone, too. That's a, and he was you, like – Did you put your knee up Furness style as well? He said, he said, we have made him an offer he cannot refuse. And he did not refuse it. And I said, somehow I don't believe that. <laughs> Hashtag an Odyssey station. <laughs> and sure enough, a week later, uh, here he is. It must have been non-refusable. Yeah. So, I didn't refuse it. 
And as someone says, congratulations, Ryan, and I'm sorry. So, yeah, those both in order. We're yeah. stuck together, boys. So, Welcome. Welcome. Good to have you. Good to be here. Even though we've had you for like two months now? I know. Something like that. But now in a more official, longer-term yeah. capacity. So now, as you listen to our show moving forward, let's keep the pressure on Buck. Mm -hmm. He has to do cool, awesome things to make us sound fresh and new. That's yeah. true. Because it won't be us. That is what he is tasked with. That's his job. I already had my first order of business. we got to update the bumper music. Okay. So oh, we're, we're going to put, put our heads together to decide what stays and what we need I to add in there. I would think a lot of Drake and Cindy Lauper, I think. I mean, that's Naturally. what the people want. Started from the bottom. No, I hit. No, I hit. <laughs> so, okay. So, Buck's in. That's good. Um, that was the first big announcement. Wasn't there another one? Uh, I think we're off. We're off early. Early. Well, I, did, I said that one. So that Buck can do something with his shorts. Was there another announcement? I don't know. I thought there was. Maybe not. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. I have a quick announcement. Do share. Now, this is for men only. <laughs> so, ladies, is this, cover you, your ears. Did you get an email about, you know, that problem you've been having? And So, I went to the doctor today. It was about that. So, I, I went to the doctor. Yeah. Every November, I have my annual with my doctor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, my father had prostate cancer at the age of 54. Oh, boy. I am 47. Yeah, so, as you know, yeah. and I've talked about it before here on the show, that I have to get the digital rectal exam for the prostate every year at my annual uh, yeah. uh, things checkup. Are, things are spread. Things are inserted. You know, it's yeah. a whole thing. You, I, you're I looking was, in things. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I was to have another man's finger in my butt mm. this morning. Congratulations. So, I go into my appointment and we talk and he's great i love him we're talking about all kinds of things covid and travel and all these things and um at the end of it he leaves and i'm like wait he didn't put his finger in my ass and i told that to you the feel like you got ripped off what a disappointment <laughs> yeah i was like hey Hello? because look as much as it sucks and it's very uncomfortable uh i don't want prostate cancer so i think it's important i should call him back in here so i told the nurse i said go get him he needs to put his finger in my ass. get your finger back here and uh, she's like, what? Like, yeah, no. Go. You're the only man ever to be like, hey, did we? No, no, no come on. Did Do we it again. Like that kid that's like, hey, weren't you going to assign us some homework over the weekend? So what I want to report to you guys is if you are like me and you have to have that very uncomfortable situation yeah. every year, uh, you you should no longer have to do that. He said the new PSA test, the new blood test, yeah. is so good that they no longer have to feel your prostate. Get right down out of town. In uh, to check it. No more. Nothing. Nothing. Really? He said he said it's no longer recommended. Huh. And I don't do it anymore. And uh, we'll just test your. You know, we'll check my blood. So why is my doctor doing it like every other month? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we? So now, so I, do, this do is, I need to have a long hard conversation with my uh, with my doctor friend? This is part of why I I am bringing this to the airwaves. Is if your doctor continues to tell you mm. that he needs to finger you, interesting. He does not. You know, I thought something was fishy. You know, like the fourth or fifth time. Uh, like, you know, in a year, I was like, hey, what is, uh, what's going on here? I feel a little uncomfortable. So digital prostate exams? Gone. Are a thing of the past. Do you have to poop in the box? Like the, uh, the no. one, just the blood test? Yeah, it's just blood test. Because now, like, they do, like, the, the, the colon guard screening, right? Yeah. Where it's like you just, you. Do they send you a box? They you... send you a box, you take a dump in it, and then you send it off, which is the best thing in the world. That's great. You just send your poo off somewhere, and then they tell hey. you. Like I think it's called like colon guard or like colon blowing you in the morning. I don't. Know. But yeah, you just and my doc said that that actually, if you don't have a lot of risk, like if you're a high risk guy, he's like that's you. You don't want to just rely on that. 
But for a lot of people, if you don't have it in your uh, your history or whatever, he goes that you know that'll that'll look. And at that's us. just in the comfort of your own home. Look at that. I you know I'm gonna have to tell my grandkids. You know, you used to have to go into the doctor, <laughs> and he would stick his finger in your butt. <laughs> well, why would he do that? Well, he he's feeling the prostate. He once said, "Hey, you have really flat prostate." I'm like, what? Is that what good? does that mean? I don't. By the way, is that like, like a, no? That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. So you want like a flat, flat. ass. You don't want like a like the, the the you don't want a juicy prostate. He's like, hey, great, it's flat. You don't, you don't want a dump truck in there. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's what he said one yeah. time. Made me uncomfortable. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Talk to me. Well, now it's a thing of the past. So yeah, at least in my doctor's office, it's a thing of the past. And so I hope you guys can avoid that fate as you uh, go to... I mean, because, you know, it's a, it's a necessary thing. Yeah, I never uh, I never had it. Well, yeah, you're young. Well, so what, you, what, It's supposed to happen at 40, right? Well, 40, if you have a history, if, if it's like, if you're higher risk... Then it's earlier, but 40. I, I but think it's, normally it's, it's not 50. until like 54 yeah. if you don't, if you haven't had a family history of it. Ah, okay. So, so, unfortunately for me, unlike Rob, I've never had the pleasure, and maybe I never will <laughs> Sounds again. Sounds like we may never. Although there was, this, okay. there was this one time in Berlin. You know, <laughs> well, was, look. Look, it was, uh, that was the early 2000s. It was right after 9-11. You know, don't judge me. Don't judge. Don't judge. The Rick Patino. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's 9-11. Yeah. Can't hold anything against me. No, no you can't. It was morning. All right, uh, there is your opening seg. Who had that on the opening bingo? Seggy. Who had that on the bingo card? But really, the big thing is Buck is with us. Perm. Yes, forever and ever till the this part. How long do you think we're we have left? Maybe mm, six months. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Will he make it a year? <laughs> we'll Will any of us make it a year? Um, well, at least we're getting screened now, so that won't take us out. Okay, let's get let's get going. Let's. Uh, we got to turn and burn. Five thirty, Oregon basketball. So we'll have our jam brew at four. The college football playoff rankings, although um, around here not as interesting because well, Oregon's not no. going to be very high. No, it will be interesting to see what they do with the Pac-12 teams. Are they positioning them for USC to make a run, or are they telling you that they don't think much of the Pac-12? They should think much of the Pac-12. I mean, it's good, I hope so. Good league. So if you see Utah and Oregon still hanging around that top 12, you know, and, and, and Oregon State, Washington moves up, if you get kind of a nice cluster there, it'll let you know that at least they're they're trying to position USC if they go on the run to, to be in. So they'll release those today. Uh, we'll have our NFL Week 10 Wasabi uh, beginning at 3.30. Let's uh, start with the poll question. College football related. We'll do that next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. <clears throat> Our poll question today, <laughs> at 1080 the fan on Twitter, uh, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business. Helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. Today we're asking you, uh, which team would give Georgia the biggest run for its money? Michigan, TCU, Tennessee again, or USC? A vote, the only thing we ask here, because we have courage, mm-hmm. vote hard. Uh, I think it would probably be Michigan, Um Look, I, I don't think that you are going to score a bunch of points on Georgia. Tennessee's offense is as good as anyone's in the country. Can we all agree on that? I mean, it seemed it. It's rock solid. And we saw them get ground to a halt against Georgia. So USC, sorry, you're not going to do anything that's going to flummox Georgia. Um, just, just not going to happen. So to me, uh, you have to have a squad that can hold Georgia down. And Georgia's offense is sneaky, but... If you want to look at like Stetson Bennett's uh, Stetson Bennett's numbers, they're better than a lot of high-profile quarterback out there. Like I don't know why Georgia has this label as just being this podunk offense that you know scores three points. It's just not the case. Um, they may not have a lot of household names right now, other side of their two tight ends, but Georgia's really good on the offensive side of things. So. To me, a team that's going to give Georgia problems is not going to be someone that's going to say, "Well, let's just get into a scoring fest with them," because you're not going to. Um, so I, I got to go with a team that can hold you down. And TCU's defense is really good, but I think from an athletic standpoint, I just think there's such a gap between TCU and Georgia. And not that there's not a gap with Michigan, but we've seen over the last couple of years, Michigan maybe close that gap a little bit. They are a top 10, top 12 recruiter, so you know they're going to have some of those studs out there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to go Michigan. 
simply because uh, maybe they can run the ball on Georgia and win one of those mucked-up games. 21-17, something like that. So I'll, I'll go Michigan on that. And I, I feel pretty confident. Um, if I were going to say those four, I, I feel pretty good about saying Michigan. See, I think it might be Tennessee again, but I, I don't really know. I mean, none of them really give you much hope that they would beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think we need to sort of – I feel like Georgia-Ohio State queued up right now is the game that would probably be the two best teams. Yeah. you know. But I didn't put them on here. No. I don't want to put them in there. Well, it seems a little, yeah. you know, it's like, oh. Because they would obviously win the poll. Although I, I I see what Michigan and Ohio State have to offer because for years and years, Michigan was just an also-ran to Ohio State. And I said, those two teams are not alike. We try to put them in the same, you know, tier, and they're just not. Ohio State has lapped Michigan as a program over the last 20 years. But last year, Michigan got over the hump. And there was this idea of, oh, Michigan's back and Jim Harbaugh. And I said, well, it's, it's one year, right? You have to prove that you can do it over and over and over again. I hate in rivalry games, you know, it's the Gary Anderson, like, oh, we're back. Well, you won one. Start doing it on a regular basis and make it where you're, you're consistently saying we're as good, if not better, than our rival. And I was interested to see what Michigan would bring to the table this year. And... You know, so far, obviously so good. Now, you can look through their slate, and, you know, I I still think there's some question marks there, but it's not like Ohio State has played a ton of people. And so now Michigan finishes up with Illinois, What, whatever. You know, Illinois just S the bed last week. By the way, if you want to see some chaos. It's November, though, man. Look at that side of the Big Ten and realize no, the, I don't, the teams I don't want to. that are in line to play Ohio State or Michigan. Do I have to look at that side of the Big Ten? Uh <laughs> If you want to see, if, I have something for you. If you want that. to see the biggest, uh, what the biggest, you say, uh, evidence for getting rid of divisions, it would be that. I have, I have a stat. I think from that side of the, the, the ledger in the Big Ten. Yep. From the weekend. Yep. Iowa won. Yes, they're on that side, right? Yes. Okay, they're now six and four. They won by fourteen points. With 146 total yards of offense. It's unbelievable. I don't... They averaged 1.2 yards per rush. And they won by... And they won by 14 points. Who'd they beat? Wisconsin. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Iowa, 6-4. and Anyway. Realize right now that Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, and Minnesota are all tied atop of that conference. Vicious battle. (laughs) I'm in. So... Illinois not in there? (laughs) No, Illinois is in there. Did you say Illinois? Yeah. Okay, so who is it again? Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, and Minnesota. Okay, they're all all four of the, all four the exact same? Yes. Wow. And I don't know, like, normally the, the tiebreaker is head-to-head, but when you got four teams, I... Who would you most like to see of those four teams in the Big Ten title game lose by 50? Uh, uh, I guess... Purdue? Per, yeah, maybe. P.J. Fleck, just because I think it'd be funny. Oh, there you go. P.J. Fleck. Yeah, Fleck. You know, I can see him get his ass rode all the way back to uh, to Minnesota. But Michigan has an opportunity to prove they're at Ohio State. Ohio State's the number two team in the country. Prove it. Prove it, Jim Harbaugh. Prove it that this wasn't just a one-hit wonder. Because so far it's looked good. But, you know, when your best win on the year is Penn State, I don't know. It's just, it's, it hasn't necessarily been a murderer's row. I mean, seriously, you look through. This is Michigan's slate. Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana. Then you blew out Penn State, Michigan State, Rutgers, and Nebraska. 
Like, where outside of uh, Penn State, is there even a good win mixed in there? Well, like, they play Ohio State, so we'll, I mean, they'll yeah, get their chance. They'll get their chance. Right. That's going to be great. Yes. Um, that's in Columbus this year. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So those two will play. TCU controls its own fate. Well, they've already punched their ticket to the Big Ten or the Big Twelve title game, but obviously, but for the playoff, for the they playoff. need to keep winning. Yes, and then um, Georgia will likely be in there, and then Tennessee is sitting there in pretty good shape. Yeah, because they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way, and they can just sit there with one loss and mm-hmm. wait for everybody else to beat each other up. Well, again, if you want true chaos, they're positioning LSU. The committee is that if LSU, because it will be LSU and Georgia in the SEC championship, neither one of them has any heavy lifting left to do, so they'll they'll cruise through. If LSU beats Georgia, a two-loss LSU is getting in. And by the way, so is Georgia. So, And then you're sitting there with Tennessee. They're positioning that where you're getting two SEC teams one way or another. It's just a matter of what two SEC teams there are. They don't think much of Clemson. I guarantee they think more of LSU, well, they think more of Georgia, and they think more of Tennessee than they do Clemson. But I feel like a lot of the heavy lifting for some of these teams is still left. Like USC, the toughest part of their schedule is now. Yes. Um, so the next three games, if they win them all, they'll they'll rise. I mean, they'll shoot up the rankings. Yes, because the, all, the next three games, if they win them all, they're tough opponents: yeah. UCLA, Notre Dame, and then probably Oregon or Utah. It's the toughest road left yeah. of any of the teams. So they're going to have to prove it. And I don't think many people think they'll get through that unscathed, um, but they have the opportunity to, just like TCU. Yeah. So then you know if they lose, then you, it's just chaos. Uh, anyway, point here is. It's really shaping up as a two-team race. Feels um, like it. And that's Ohio State and Georgia. So which team would give Georgia the biggest run for its money? Michigan, TCU, Tennessee again, or USC? That's the poll question. Vote, vote hard. All right. NFL Week 10 Wasabi. Uh, we got to wrap up last night's game. My commies? The commies. The Heineken man? Yeah. Dolphins popping bubbles, 72. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I love now how we're tearing down. People are already tearing down the Eagles because they... <laughs> Yeah, they're garbage. They lost a game. Oh no! Yeah, turnovers are bad. And we, uh, you know, we usually do this. It takes us a couple days to get through all of the weekend stuff. Yeah, we have to talk about Bills Vikings. Yeah, we've not talked about that game yet. Third week in a row that Josh Allen has been not great. So that's coming up next. But here is Buck with SportsCenter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's get into some NFL. The National Football League uh, last night wrapped up with a uh, doozy, or at least the week wrapped up with a doozy. Um, our commies took out the undefeated Eagles. Yeah, and by the way, I mean, give the commies some credit. They're a 500 football team now, and, and they play good defense, and this just goes to show you in the NFL, when you turn the ball over, it's just it's the ultimate equalizer. How many turnovers did the Eagles I think they had have? three, and I think they had four in the previous, whatever it was, seven games. So, yeah, the commies are 5-5, five and five and they play Houston next. Yeah, I mean, so they could be six and five. Yeah, Washington is not a bad football Decent team. Decent little team. Yeah, that whole division. And by the way, Heineke, or Heineke, I always want to call him the Heineken man, but Heineke, he may have just won that job and, you know, and, and well, taken I've been it away saying from, from Carson Wentz. Day one, he's better than Carson Wentz. I don't know why anybody thinks he isn't. Yeah. Um, and I know they pay, paid Wentz a bunch of money, but um, they're stupid if they put Wentz back in there. You know, the thing about Washington is they ran the ball 49 times last night. Yep. 49. Yep. For 152 yards, they only averaged 3.1, but that's kind of the new NFL, right? Is uh, you know, well, three be, yards, four yards, being two and a half more yards. physical and and shortening the shorten the possessions. Well, and you can control the game that way. Yes, when you're playing a team that's clearly better than you, and, and by the way, this is no different than when when Stanford was winning, and and you know that was the remember the recipe when Chip was here. I think the the stat was something along the lines of it was like 11 possessions. Like, if you held Oregon to 11 possessions, the Ducks were like a 500 football team. Might have been 12. If they got over that, they won like 95% of the time. So, yeah, it's just, it's a matter of it may not be the flashiest thing in the world, but we're going to, we're going to shorten the game, shorten the possessions, make every one of those count, try to play field positions and just kind of ground you, you know, grind you, grind you down. And then Philadelphia shot themselves in the foot, right? I mean, you know, Hertz doesn't normally throw picks, although that one wasn't his fault. And then you had the horrible fumble, you know, and when you turn the ball over in this league, I mean, that's the difference. Washington's or excuse me, Philadelphia has been in some close games, but, you know, they've they've managed to pull those out. And last night, barring those two turnovers, they probably pulled that one out against Washington, but they didn't. What do you think of that um, late hit, that uh, yeah. personal foul at the end there? Look, I shouldn't that guy be able to hold off on that? Yes, right. I think I think it's ridiculous because it was the softest. He barely touched him. But when you give yourself up, you know that when, once that guy goes down, you just you have to resist the the urge to jump on him. So yeah, yes, and he was way far away from him. It was ridiculous. Like I that, also I think it was made worse by Heineke's reaction too. He was so jacked up about it that it like it looked like he was trying to bait him, and it just leaves a sour taste in your mouth about yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't know. It was weird. It was like I I felt like that call. And it just kind of sucks to end the game that way. But at the same time, that guy totally should not have hit Heineke. Nope. He, I, he took a knee like it seemed like a an eternity before he got there. I, it bothers me in general the way we treat quarterbacks when they run. I hate that they can give themselves up like that because you see this a lot where a quarterback's running downfield and you think he's going to slide and he doesn't. And now the defender's left kind of holding his own, you know what, out in the wind. Drives me crazy. To me, if a quarterback's going to run out of the pocket, he's like everyone else. But that's not the case. You know, you gave yourself up. It just it's 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 like a flop. I didn't like that a game ended that way. But at the same time, you got to have discipline. And when you look at the three fumbles and the yeah, so it's three fumbles and the pick, four turnovers. You're not going to win many games against decent teams when you turn it over four times. That doesn't mean that Philadelphia is 
you know, everyone's like, oh, Philadelphia is overrated. Who have they beat? It Turnovers. Find me any team in the league. You turn it over four times, you'll lose that game. And Washington is not bad. And you're right that this the, the run game is becoming it, it's becoming a sexier thing in the NFL. And they did a really good job. Uh, was it uh, what is it? The Get Up Show that has Orlovsky and Spears and those guys. Is that Get Up or is that I have no Good idea. Morning Football? Uh, one of those. They were discussing it today. That kind of the reemergence of the run game is simply it's a product of. The NFL went so heavy eliminating the idea of a run game and getting all these wideouts, and we're just going to create every rule to throw the ball. And so in response to that, what did defenses do? Defenses went and got long-rangey corners, and they got super athletic defensive linemen. The days of the big nose tackle anymore, the space eater, that's gone. Everyone now can rush the quarterback. Right, You have to have elite guys on the end that can bend, and then you want guys in the middle that can press the pocket, the Aaron Donald types. And so NFL teams are like, look, we can't hold up against this. So, And San Francisco started this a number of years ago where they were like, okay, well, we understand we may not have the greatest passing game in the world, but you're built to defend the pass, so we're going to be more physical. We're going to get a fullback in there and use check. We're going to get a tight end in Kittle that doesn't mind blocking, and we are going to ram it down your throat. And all of a sudden, teams were like, hey, if you can run the ball okay in this league, you can be in ball games. Look, Tennessee is a great example of this. Does anyone think Tennessee is dynamic in any shape or form? And yet they were the number one seed last year. They made it to a title game two years ago. And they'll be a playoff team this year. And that's with one wide receiver that they got rid of in A.J. Brown, a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill that we can all agree kind of is like, eh, but what can they do? They run the ball. If you run the ball effectively, you can you can hang around. It's It used to be the idea that, if you were a lesser team, you had to throw it around 60 times. That's how you were going to compete. And it's gone the other way now. The Bears. Why are all of a sudden the Bears going to be a hard out for people? Because they run the ball. Well, so it was, it was originally all these great quarterbacks yep. that were just killing teams. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, right? Yep. And so, they, so the defenses probably went too far, but it did work. They want to keep everything in front of them. They don't want those guys to kill them. Yep. And that opens up the matchups up front for the run game. Yeah. And so you now have a 35-year high in the stat yards per carry. 35-year yep. high. And everybody's really – I mean, if you can't run the ball, even even uh, the Bucks started running the ball better this last week, and they were the worst rushing when they, team in the league. When they don't, it's a death sentence. So, so it's cyclical. It's it's funny how it's cyclical, yep. right? That, uh, it, you know, it, was, it used to be three yards in a cloud of dust, and then the NFL really had this period where quarterbacks and, and the rules and everything led to them opening it up, and they were passing for eight bajillion yards, and now it's kind of come back to – Three yards in a cloud of dust is back in, baby. <laughs> Except the one thing you mentioned, Chicago, I think the one caveat is the running quarterback. You know, Chicago has rushed the ball. I had it in my notes here. It said, um, yeah, they're the first team in NFL history to rush for 225 or more yards in five straight games. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And a lot of but that is But most of that's the, the quarterback. Yep. And by the way, their record in those games is one and four. Yeah. So there is this... You know, it's just, but they're they're competitive the, in games. Yeah, and I think I think the thing about it is is the second Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl or Jalen Hurts yeah. or God forbid Justin Fields uh, goes on to it just keeps getting better and they they have some success in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Instant copycat. It's going to be all about that style quarterback, that hybrid quarterback. Yep. That's the difference. And those guys are making waves now. They're they're not all created equal. Yeah. Not the same, but the the run game with the quarterback that can run, 
changes everything. Yes, and and we've seen this in college football forever, right? I mean, athletic quarterbacks. In the NFL, the old bugaboo has been you can't stay healthy. Now you get hit less, so maybe that helps. So it's like I'm I'm looking at the draft, right? Like this Will Levis guy, this yeah. Kentucky guy. Yeah. I don't know. Does he run? I don't. I don't yeah, know that a, he does. He's a big. He's well. He, he, gets, he gets hit a lot, and he when he okay. runs, he doesn't slide. Give me the guy who doesn't run. Give me the more statuesque quarterback that's supposed to be good in the NFL. Oh, I'm trying to think of like. Well, I mean, I mean, if, if you want to, Levis may be that guy. He's well, that's more, why I he's him more up. like a Ben Roethlisberger type. Okay, Big well, physical that, guy. That's why I brought him up. Okay, so Levis versus a lesser quarterback in terms of um, traditional quarterback skill set, but a guy that can run. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm a Kansas fan. There's this kid, Jaden Daniels, at Kansas. Yeah, he's. I don't even. Know, I don't think he's on draft boards. But I'm just. I'm just saying a, a prototype like that. Well, guy, Stroud would be the guy then because Stroud well, doesn't but, run. But he's a. But he also has elite arm talent. Yes. Um. So I think he's a little bit different. I, I feel like. I think everybody's going to be wanting Stroud. Yeah. Everybody's going to be wanting Bryce Young. Yeah. I'm talking about if you have a situation where you got two quarterbacks on the board and both of them, you're like, ah, you know, I don't know. I feel like today's NFL, the modern NFL, is going to go more for the lesser thrower and better runner than a guy who is who is a, a, a clearly a better a, a quarterback by traditional standards. Sure, and that's a guy. That's why Levis came to mind. Yeah, I um, see where you're. I see where you're coming. So with that. I think these guys, and I don't know who they are. I, that's why I brought up Jaden Daniels. I don't follow the draft enough to know. We'll know them in time. But I just mean the college quarterbacks that can do both. Um, whether they're great passers or not, they're going to get way more of a crack in the NFL with this new, the way things are going now. Yeah, well, I guess then if if I'm looking at that, like you look at a guy like Tanner McKee at Stanford versus maybe a guy like Anthony Richardson at Florida. If you want someone that, according to to kind of what you're talking about, would be the the ultimate project, can't throw the ball particularly well, but is an athletic freak, it's Anthony Richardson, who who's like 6'5", 240 pounds. He's Cam Newton. So, you know... He, Does Hooker run? Uh, no, not much in, in Tennessee. You know, he's he's more of a... He, he plays in that spread and is more of just a distributor. See, I, that's why I was thinking about Dak Prescott um, because that's a guy who used to be sort of this dual threat guy. Yep. And he's not anymore nope. because he's had so many injuries. And watching him against Green Bay, man, you look at him and go, well, you know, I don't... Is he really elite? Like, is he really that good? And without the threat of him tucking in and running it yeah. more, I don't necessarily see it as much with him. Yeah, there is certainly. So we're just putting. All I'm saying is we're just putting a big emphasis on the mobile quarterback, and that's been true for the last handful of years in the NFL. And that's obvious. It's just that wait till one of these guys wins a championship. And then, because you know, I mean, Brady's been winning them. Matt Stafford won. I mean, these guys once they win a title, then everybody's going to be clamoring for these bros. Well, and and if you can find one that really does, you don't even have to be an elite. If you truly are a huge threat in the plus one run game, um, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, uh, Justin Fields, uh, Jalen Hurts. If you can just be an above thrower of the football, like that's what I said with Jalen Hurts. I said if, if he is a top 12 thrower of the ball, Philadelphia is a Super Bowl team. They were my pick to go to the Super Bowl, and he has proven that. And so you don't have to be Tom Brady when you have well, that's the— That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when you I'm have I'm saying that, that they're going to yeah. take the runner over the, the yep. traditional quarterback talent yep. 
way more so uh, as we move forward, particularly if one of these guys wins a title. Now, you have the elite guys like Mahomes and Allen who can do both at elite levels. Sure. But I'm talking about the, the yeah, marginal the guys. You, you So if, if you're going to die with a quarterback that's just yeah. not that good, you die with you, the I'm dying with the guy who's going to run. I like where you're going with it. And Mariota kind of fits that a little bit. Sure. It's like Atlanta. I think Atlanta. That's a great example, actually, the more I think about it. Because I think Atlanta is a team that's not very good. They don't have a franchise quarterback. They would much rather die on the vine with Mariota, who can maybe give him a chance to win a few games and has. And they're competitive with in the his game. legs, yeah. but when he throws, he's not good. Yeah. And they're okay with that because they would much rather have that than, I don't know, well, um, give me a like an Andy Dalton yeah. or somebody who's a better passer, but you're not getting anywhere with those guys. And the idea, too, is that I think it's a lot easier to find uh, athletes at that position than throwers of the football. What you're asking quarterbacks exactly. to do in the throw game is the most complex thing to do in all the sports. And I'm not saying it's it's simple to be an athletic quarterback in the NFL. It's a lot easier to teach someone that skill set and have people that are successful with that early and let the other step. Is Penix, uh, does he have NFL no, so he's he's got he can sling it. He's got major injury problems. He's never finished a season. Um, but this year at Washington, yeah, I think he is moving up draft boards. But he will not be a he won't is be he a, a first round guy. Oh, like no. no, 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 no. This says Washington's Michael Penix sneaking his way into the first round conversation. I would be I would be with his especially with his injury history and the fact that he's done it for one year playing in the Pac-12 and that system up at But UW, he doesn't run much. He does not run much. But he could, right? Like, well, that's not how Washington uses him. But I'm saying if I'm an NFL GM, I'm looking at him going, oh, I kind of like his arm talent. Yeah, I'm looking but at— But if I can move him around a little bit? Yeah, but I'm looking at three or four season-ending injuries and being like, hey, why don't we keep your ass in the pocket? But yes, he is raising some eyebrows, but I would be shocked if he ends up being a first-round quarterback. But it's a good, it's a good class. I mean, Bryce Young and Stroud will be— one and two, and they're the they're the perfect prototype of what we're talking about. They can do both. They right? can do both, but Stroud is certainly more of a Stroud's a he's a guy that's going to stand in the pocket. He'll move around a little bit, but he is he is more of a traditional pocket quarterback. Um, and then you get into the you get into McKee, you get into Levis, um, you, like that's kind of your your class. You got uh, Jalen Hall, the kid from BYU. I mean, every year we're going to see people that move up and down in this draft selection, but it feels like the top two or three are pretty uh, solidified. All right, uh, sidetracked there. Let's get back to our Wasabi. Three more double-digit fourth-quarter comebacks on Sunday. First time that's happened since 1940. And how great was Vikings-Bills? That was one of them. Yeah, it's fantastic. I hated it. Did no, you, I'm kidding. It was lose, great. Did you lose money? No, I didn't. I won money. I had Minnesota in my teaser, and that was, uh, I thought, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Until it was. Not so fast. I uh, lost money. Is... I had the over. Or I had the under. It went ah. way, way, way over. God, Buck. It is 3.53 on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter and medela is your reward medela the mark of a fighter drink responsibly beer imported by crown import chicago illinois 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. There we go. Now we're hip. We're here. I mean, it's like listening to a, that's what's up, just a recording when I, when I hear you sing. We had uh, three double-digit fourth-quarter comebacks on uh, Sunday, which this is just happening at an alarming rate now in the NFL. Uh, but three on the same day was the first time that's happened since 1940. 1940. Yikes. How old were you? Uh, I would have been negative, what, 30, 38. Detroit came back and beat Chicago. They were down 14. The fighting Dan Campbells. Uh, Minnesota was down 17 uh, in Buffalo, and Green Bay came back and beat Dallas, mm. down 14. Three, all from the NFC uh, North. Yeah, they all decided to be the Raiders and just blow, Dude, blow big leads. That Well, that's just happening in the NFL now. Yep. And uh, I don't really... It's hard to explain that, but it, the NFL has kind of become like the NBA in that a twenty, even a twenty-point lead in the NBA used to be like the game was over, it's not safe. Well, the Seahawks were getting bludgeoned, and then all of a sudden they made it interesting. They just couldn't get a stop yeah. on that final drive. Dude, yeah, never count your chickens. Yeah, as you all know, if you bet on the NFL at all, you feel great about a game, and dude, turn it off for ten minutes, and you're in trouble. That's how I felt about that Bears game. I yeah. was on Chicago. It was brutal. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So It, it is one of those where you, it's it's interesting because you see an offense that does nothing for three quarters, yeah. and then all of a sudden you go hurry up, and yeah. you know, all of a sudden everything just starts clicking, and they, they you well, know, Seattle just woke up, and all of a sudden their offense can't be stopped. I felt like the last drive, so getting to the Vikings-Bills, um, I felt like the last drive for Josh Allen after the fumble in the end zone, you know, mm-hmm. where they just had to kick a field goal to tie it, yeah. I feel like Minnesota gave them that field goal. Right, I mean, dude, they gave him. They they were like they were saying, "We, you are not going to score a touchdown and win this game." Yeah, they did the whole prevent thing where you get you give them ten, fifteen, even twenty yards a chunk. Dude, they that was the easiest <laughs> drive. I think it took six plays yeah. to get three points I've ever seen. It and does, Minnesota could have done way more, but they didn't want to. It does feel like that a lot. That when you get into those situations, the teams do. And this is something we've talked about for years and years. The prevent defense only prevents you from winning, but it's it, the worst. It happens. You see teams that they just do do it. They just back it's... off, and they're like, "We're going to let time be our ally," and Dude, just kind of bleed the talk, uh, the clock. And a lot of times, it leads to momentum swings. And before you know it, teams got a little momentum on their side, and look out, you're in a dogfight. I'd like to see some stats on that. Like I, I'm surely somebody has studied, you know, because it feels like it never works, and it's really frustrating. <laughs> but I'm sure, obviously, you know, it does. Yeah. It's just. It feels like it doesn't. I I do. I I am a believer of if you're being aggressive, good things will happen. Good things will happen. That's right. And if you've stymied a team the entire time by being aggressive, I never understood the idea of well now we're we'll lay n- now we're going to change it. Although you know, I, I guess on the you know, it's easy when you're not watching the all twenty two and you're not in the coach's room. But if all of a sudden the team's going four wide or going empty because they're singing around, maybe you do have to change it up a little bit. But then I always ask if if you're doing that successfully in the in the final eight minutes of the game, why not try that in the first three quarters when your offense is doing nothing? See Seattle. 1940 than you were to, 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 to today? Oh, yeah. That's no good to think about. Well, 
welcome to the that's no good to think about <laughs> there's all kinds of those things when you look at like it, it, getting old and 1940 yeah well I, I think about all the time like something yeah. will come out of like like the 90s and i'm like oh that's not oh that's yeah 30 years that's old. way <laughs> that's a long ass time ago have so, we ever yeah. seen so many game-changing plays late in one game it, it's not that the bills vikings game was that great it was a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and wild crap happened but I don't think I've ever seen so many game-changing plays in a row. Like, you had the missed extra point, which was huge. You had the Justin Jefferson 4th and 18 catch, which was the highlight of all of it. It's going to be the catch of the season. Dude, that's an incredible catch. He's the best receiver in football. People forget, but uh, Dalvin Cook dropped that third and goal pass, yep. but there was a penalty that set up the um, the sneak. Cousins' sneak fails. Allen fumbles. Yeah. After throwing, he already had two picks, and then he had the fumble. Every play I just mentioned is all within, the you know, like 45 seconds. It was bananas. Then you have Allen drive them down with the help of a very controversial sideline call on that catch by Davis. That mm-hmm. wasn't a catch. I tend to agree. So there's another game-changing play. Uh, and then they get the field goal. Vikings win the toss. They drive down but settle. And these aren't game-changing plays, but it just yeah. how wild that game was. Allen drives back down and throws a game-changing interception. Yeah. Like a little bitch. <laughs> that guy sucks. It is his third game in a row. Okay, where I'm he, just kidding. It is, But, in all but he, he is really let, screwing up. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, like, how do you fumble a snap? How do you fumble a sneak snap? He is the, he, he the second-best quarterback in the league. A lot of people, if you go back three weeks, would have said he is the best quarterback in the league. Right? It's him and Patrick Mahomes. But, and so we don't want to do this. But if we had who's a, who's a good quarterback but isn't elite like uh, Dak Dak right if Dak had had the three previous weeks that Josh Allen had had would be calling for Cooper Rush yes and and by the way that's a loss to the New York Jets and that is a loss to the the Minnesota Vikings so the Vikings record is is really good but you were a significant favorite in that game. I forget who the who was the other one that they had in there. Is it was the Jets? Who was the, who was in between the Jets and the and the Vikings for the Bills? I forget. But no, they lost to the Jets last week. I thought the Jets was two weeks ago. I don't think so. I got you. Hold on, Boo. But anyway, no, I think the, that was last week. Wasn't was it yeah. last week? Yeah, because they've lost two in a row. Then it was the week before that he threw two picks, but they won despite the two picks. Oh, that was Green Bay. That was yeah, Green that was against, Bay. Yeah, against Aaron Rodgers. That was, was Rodgers. They they won, but it was ugly. So that's what I'm saying is if if you had a, a quarterback like Dak and he had had three games in a row like this, two of them being losses, we would absolutely eviscerate Dak Prescott. And we would be like, you're a bum. He sucks. Colin, you know, would be screaming. I've told you for years that Dak is not a, you know, where's Cooper Rush? He's not a franchise quarterback. But with Josh Allen, like we give him a break. We just assume that eventually he's going to be OK. And maybe he is. Well, the I, fact that but, he even played. Was kind of stunning, yeah, wasn't it? With the elbow, but like I don't think anybody expected him to play. And then when he played, we forgot all about it, and he was just slinging it around. But yes, he has been bad. It is. It has been. Times. It but has been we, three weeks where this has not been optimal, Josh Allen. Yeah, but we went through this with Mahomes last year. Remember, we were talking about Mahomes. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes these teams sleepwalk a bit. I feel like they'll tighten it up. They know they're good. They're good at every level. They've had some injuries. You know, it's a long season. I, I think that the, a team like the Bills, in the end, will tighten it up. And Josh Allen will tighten it up. Mahomes certainly did. Yes. Right? So well, I just don't think it's it's realistic to say that these guys are going to have their best every week out, even though they are elite. Uh, but we have seen guys like Rodgers 
and Brady at times play a lot more consistent, for well, sure. Realize right now that the Dolphins are on top of that division at seven and three, and then the Jets and the Bills are both six and three, and the Jets have beaten the Bills. So Tua baby. Just saying, you know, for all the if we're not going to kill Josh Allen, and we shouldn't, Josh Allen's a hell of a quarterback. I just wish we had a little more leeway for people not named Josh Allen. It's one thing if your quarterback sucks and to call him out for that. But if you've got a good quarterback, and Dak's a good quarterback, he's not elite. But whether you're talking about Dak, you're talking about the, you know, the Heineken man of the world or, you know, whoever, just whatever, you know, Kirk Cousins is another one of these. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Wait until he has one of those games, let alone two, let alone three. Yeah, but his record speaks for itself, though. But he's good. He is good. And my, but you can count on him, or, or you, you can count on him in a big road game. All I'm Although saying is, some plays in that one. if it happens to Mahomes and it happens to Allen, it's going to happen to the Cousins. And I'm not saying you have to, d- to dismiss it and be like, well, he's, he's greatness. But, God, we need to give quarterbacks a little bit of leeway in this league that the first sign of trouble, <laughs> we break out the pitchforks and the and, you know and, yeah. and the torches and we come hunting for them. No, it's true. It's ridiculous. But Allen's, I mean, those two screw-ups at the end of that game, those are pretty inexcusable, though. Yes. That's not like for being... A, for a player of his caliber. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. The fumble? Yeah, it's bad. What? That's like the only thing you can't do right there. It's bad. And I don't know what he was looking at on that interception, but Jesus, man, that was bad, too. Yes. At the end he, of the game. He does not... All right. The MVP conversation, I think, right now does not involve Josh Tua. Allen. It involves my man, Tua. It does. A hell of a lot more than it involves Josh my Allen. My main dog. All right, Jamboree is next. We uh, uh, skip over to college football. It is 406 on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.